I'm joined by Thomas Like Burns, the Artistic Director of the Theatres of Luxembourgville. Good morning, sir. Good morning. Thank it, you for calling me Thomas. It's a long time <laughs> since anybody has done that. <laughs> well, I haven't seen you for a while. I know, I'm I know. i be polite. Well, you can Tom to you, Lisa. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so anyway, you're here with us today to give us a season's preview. Everything that's coming up in the new season because uh, there's a lot happening and it's nice to see that there's a lot happening. We have tonight... An opening night. That's right, that's right. Very exciting, actually. And it's the third time that we have, I mean, we've postponed it three times over the course of the pandemic. Um, so I'm absolutely excited. I saw the dress rehearsal last night. It's absolutely fantastic. Message in a bottle by the amazing Kate Prince and her Zoo Nation company. I mean, you've got everything. You've got street dance, you've got hip hop, you've got an amazing company, you've got music by Sting. I mean, what's not to like? Uh, uplifting, uh, spectacular uh, set design amazing dancers so really uh, that's a great way to start the season today tomorrow and Saturday and are there still some tickets available there are there are tickets available because what happened is that we uh, you know we had to wait for uh, the whole health authority approval and that's now fine so we could release a lot more seats actually this week so there are seats available so get on there and book Excellent. Now let's stick, let's do it thematically because there's so much that yes. I just get confused. Yeah. Um, so let's stick with dance. Yes. Um, you've also got the Pina Bausch uh, to a dance troupe coming. Yes. Yes. Excellent. Yeah. Pina, uh, obviously, she. we've got actually twice, uh, Pina twice in two different ways. So mm-hmm. right in October, you've got her, I mean, one of her iconic pieces, which is the, the Sacre, the Sacre du Printemps, the Rite of Spring, mm-hmm. uh, which is for the first time being performed by a different company. It's the um, it's the company of uh, Germaine Cogni and her dance school, uh, Ecole des Sables. So they have recreated this Sacre with the choreography of Pina. And that is an evening that is called Common Grounds. It is in two parts. So you've got this amazing Sacre by these African dancers uh, in the first half. And then you've got a duet, a very intimate duet, between Jamena Cogni herself, who's just won the Lyon d'Or in Venice, no less, uh, and Malu Araidu. So that's really a spectacular evening also, obviously, with P- with the choreography by Pina Bausch. And then the Pina Bausch Tanztheater Wuppertal themselves yeah. are coming in December with Kontakthof, another one of Pina's Classic. iconic choreographies. Yes. Super, fabulous. I'm excited. I, You know I love dance because then yeah. I don't have to think about the languages. I'm not, it's just one of my things now since being in Luxembourg all these years. Um, I also, uh, Martin Zimmermann. Yes, uh, you know he's uh, he's one that sits between uh, between the disciplines. I mean, it's dance, but it's also performance. Yeah. It's very funny. It's 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 all uh, it's quirky. I mean, he takes on. We've got a whole cycle uh, around the themes of memory, resilience, and also loss and grief, which kind of ties in with the pandemic. But it's not just all doom and gloom. Uh, it's also looking at looking at all these issues from very different angles. And Martin Zimmermann, you know, it's called Dans Macabre. He actually takes on himself the role of death in his skeleton costume. And in his very, very trademark way, you know, it's very physical, it's very funny, it's very comical. So that's actually closing uh, that cycle and also the season. I also spotted Kern Augustin, I can't say the name, so that's why I hesitated to even mention it to you, but it's Kern Augustin, 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 Rosalba Torres Guerrero. Guerrero. Yes. 
Um, well, you did a good spotting there. Are you picking out <laughs> productions that other people haven't? And it's great because you, you've got an eye. Well, Kuhn, we've been working with him for yeah. years. Um, and he, he always he always delves into a specific uh, topic or a specific uh, issue that he cares about. And uh, this is part of our Greek focus. He's worked uh, not only with, 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 so the production is called Lamenta. He's worked with Greek dancers, but also Greek musicians. These sort of songs of lament that they play and that they use at funerals. So it's a very... Uh, and with Rosalba Torres, uh, he's collaborated with her before. So this is, um, you know, this is going to bring us into that whole Greek uh, atmosphere um, together with uh, another production, uh, which is a choreographer that we haven't presented before, Christos Papadopoulos, mm -hmm. one of the rising stars of Greece. So he's producing a very cutting edge contemporary dance piece like, you know, like we love it, you know, really sharp edges, brilliant dancers. Uh, and that's also part of that Greek focus, which kicks off in January. Excellent. Really good. Um, no, um, Hoffish Schechter company coming. I'm not sure. Was that cancelled? Not pand pandemic-wise, but that cancelled once before? Yeah, it okay. was. It was. In fact, it's, I, I mean, I, I lose count in a yeah. way how many times we've things postponed are things. But this was supposed to happened last season in March, and then obviously it got delayed, it got postponed. Actually, it premiered yesterday at... Uh, yeah, it premiered... The, the day before yesterday at Sadler's Wells in London, his okay. new piece. And we had some people from our team going to see it. It's a, it's a really brilliant evening in two parts. Clowns was a choreographer that he'd already presented here with his junior company. But he's kind of redone it now with his own company. It's bigger. Uh, it's longer. It's a beautiful, beautiful piece. And then the second piece, uh, the second piece of the evening is a really brand new, a brand new work. So that's definitely something to look forward to also later in the season. That's next. That's actually kind of coming towards the end of the season right yes it's in that's uh, in the in the spring now i've got another one here that that um popped out to me and because i think they've maybe been here before and again don't know how to say the name unmi an is she uh, unmi an yes yes she's from uh, south korea, korea yeah. i know dancing grandmothers was one of the big hits one of my, oh my <laughs> it was so beautiful honestly it was so moving yeah yeah. And it was just, there were just so many lovely moments. Absolutely. And then the end mm. of that piece. I know, when we all got up and had a party. We got up on stage with it. It was just, oh, honestly. Emotional. It was good. It was so lovely. Her, exactly. So her pieces are always kind of she's 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 um, you know she always tries to look at uh, she she loves to work with different generations and for this piece she's chosen uh, among her uh, on top of the dancers from her own company she's chosen all young dancers that were born in two thousand um, and she really looks at that whole. That generation, mm -hmm. uh, the, the, the the what do they call them? The are they Z? I'm not sure. Are they Z? Gen Z? Yeah, <laughs> might, exactly. Might one of, one I of think those. it's like not. I think maybe they're even. I don't know. I yes. don't know. But anyway, so they're all, yeah. uh, you know. So they're all 21, and yeah. uh, and she's she's delving usually again in the south, also in the Kore South Korean culture. It's a beautiful piece. I've seen some fantastic images from it. It's definitely uh, something to look forward to. Highlight, highlight, highlight. And Ballet BC. I'm just going to finish off by saying our residency, which was also postponed from last season. The amazing. Canadian company, uh, Ballet BC, who's now under the artistic direction of Mehdi Valerski. They are in residence also in February, and they're going to present also a brand new work, uh, a three-part evening. And again, if you like big companies, if you like a really slick, fantastic contemporary dance, then this is certainly this is also one. an evening for you. Fabulous. Great stuff. Um, let's have a look at theatre now. Let's maybe... Um 
Yeah, you've got some heady stuff here. Hedda Gabler. Let's start with that one. Oh, well, Classic. yes, thank you. Um, well, Hedda Gabler, you know, we, 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 we've, we're we reviving a few productions yeah. next season because, I mean, when we did reopen, and we were lucky to reopen so early, but we, we had such small capacities. Mm. Uh, you know, there were like 40, 50 people in. So Hedda Gabler is a production we're reviving. Uh, it, was, it, it was really exciting because it's the first time I went back on stage myself after eight years. Uh, it was a great experience. And obviously with Miriam Muller playing Hedda Gabler, uh, I think people really enjoyed it. It's you know, it's Ibsen. It's 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 full on. It's yeah. proper theatre, but yeah. proper like classic theatre the way you like it. It's a beautiful production. We're also taking it to France, and then we are reviving it here in May. So. Uh, Tragic, tragic, tragic female destiny. I That's mean, of which you. there are many, and actually quite a few are in our season. <laughs> when you look at it, um, maybe to go from Hedda, I don't know, to Medea. I mean, you couldn't get more tragic than yeah, that. Yeah. So you, I, I don't think you can do a Greek focus without sort of uh, tackling the Greek tragedies. And this is interesting because it's a production in English. Mm-hmm. So we're doing Medea in English. Um, Raphael David Korn will be directing a very international cast, including uh, Brigitte Urhausen in the title role. Um, and, you know, with the Greek chorus, with all the, all the trimmings, as they say. Um, and uh, it's not, no, we've, been, we've not only just got one Greek tragedy, we've also got two, in fact, three in one. There's a whole evening about the Oedipus trilogy. Yep which Frank Hoffman will be directing in January. So that'll be uh, King Oedipus, Oedipus uh, of Colonus, and then Antigone, Antigone in a new version with Mary Jung taking the role of Antigone, Wolfram Koch, uh, you know, great actors. Again, a very uh, international, eclectic cast. Is that in English or is that German? That's in German. Yeah, That's in German. German. But I know your, your listeners are yeah, yeah. international. They're, we're, yeah, we're yeah. From polyglots, the lot of us. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> what else do we have in English? So let's get through those as well. Well, because, well, you know, for many people, English is the already their second or third language. So let's course. see what we have so, there. So um, we've got obviously our end of uh, end of uh, end of the year festive uh, production. And mm. I thought it, we're never going to get a musical because it's uh, obviously with yeah. everything that's happened and production in the UK being halted for so long. But we've managed to find a really little jewel, the pajama game, which um, I'm sure a lot of you may have seen the film, the famous film with Doris Day. Uh, this is the well, it was it was this was this is the stage original musical version of it and um, it's in French and in English but subtitled so the songs are all in English mm-hmm. um, and the, the dialogue is in French mm-hmm. a really quirky funny poppy colourful production the perfect family evening uh, for the festive season nice. in December uh, so that'll be nice. And will that go through um, into, will that be New Year's Eve or is that not happening? The New Year's Eve spectacle type at the thing moment, with the At the moment, it is happening. It is we happening. will see what uh, mm-hmm. the future yeah, yeah. brings. Course, yeah. um, but, you know, it might be a COVID check event, but we are, I we're think, hopeful. you know, we're hopeful. We're hopeful and, and confident that uh, we may be, uh, we will be able to go ahead this year right. after obviously everything was cancelled. Um, and, well, I, I might say we have a production without any words. Uh-huh. Uh, so that's also good for that's English language. Good. That's very international. <laughs> I mean, some of you may have seen, I mean, this is a collective that has kind of um, electrified the Avignon Festival on a number of occasions. They've kind of uh, really conquered the theatre world. FC Berkman, uh, who are a Flemish collective. We've collaborated with them before. And their new production uh, is called The Sheep Song. Um, it's a very dark exploration of this desire. It takes. It's a sheep that wants to become human. 
and it goes through all the different cycles and obviously you know the end can only be end in, in disappointment and tragedy but it also looks it's very sort of Darwinian it's very I mean even image it's, it's a beautiful fantastic stage design uh, it's very dark imagery uh, so this is really something for uh, for people who like the visual arts yeah. who like that exploration of, of human nature and questioning things with, with really a beautiful set design and fantastic I mean the actor who does play the sheep um, is is incredible and there are live sheep also on stage so this no is almost way. like a little happening yes so when is this so this is coming I've got up to very note it soon down the sheep yeah, yeah, yeah. song but it's I haven't coming got up date. in October 21st and 22nd of October oh. so really this is um, it's not for the young ones yeah. it's, I would say it's sort of uh, really teenagers from 16 mm -hmm. but uh, really really exciting exciting work that they are doing oh sounds great sounds really so, good so what about the last one I had noted here was love is a drug is love that? is a drug well that is yes well everybody I mean I suppose is this more is this more our generation Dr. Shivago or even our parents generation yeah, but I mean it's such a big classic yeah. film and uh, what Dan Jamed wanted to do he really wanted to reduce it to something very intimate and, and he, a work that, that deals with memory that deals with um, you know on one hand Yes, the great, you know, if you remember those films, that Russia, that snow Russia, this huge epic story. Mm. But it's really about two old people who work in a cinema and it's about them remembering, discovering, coming along those puppets of Dr. Shivago and connecting with their own memories and their own stories. So it's with puppetry, it's very intimate, it's very poetic. It's a beautiful little piece that we are doing um, at the Capucin, um, which, um, you know, is... Um, is in it's French. A lovely theatre, yeah. Yes, the Capucin yeah. is lovely, and also I, I don't. I, I want to also, if we're talking about um, sort of family pieces, um, we're also obviously having our our new fairy tale this year. So we have had Rapunzel, uh -huh. and now is for two years, and this is a, a, our new a fairy tale, which is called All the Animals of the Woods, Altair and Astenbush. And obviously that's also, um, it's in Luxembourgish, but with English subtitles. And we're working with, uh, it, there's a lot of dance in it. We've got Elizabeth Schilling choreograph, choreo choreographing. Um, Pascal Schumacher is composing the music. We'll have United Instruments of Lucilin. It's a really big dance theatre, nice. a lovely fairy tale. And Anne Simon is directing, so we can expect some quirky uh, surprises in there. So that's also in December. I was going to look, yeah, I'm just looking, I couldn't see it but it's 17th of December so perfect just as the school ends something for the kids for the family to do there's shows at three at seven there's matinees and uh, you know these fairy tales are on the main stage and this time we've got live music and we're working with the junior dance company so I, I, I think everybody will be enchanted oh, spectacle lovely love it um, just on to opera before we finish up time wise um I've chosen two classics, Figaro and Rigoletto, um, the two that I You are a classic out, girl, Lisa. Well, with, I get it now. With opera. With opera, yeah. For sure. I mean, I have to say, you know, I've been in this theatre, in this business for quite some time, but uh, rarely have I been more satisfied with our opera season. I mean, there's something for everyone. And I know I always say that, but I think this time, because there's such recognisable titles. I mean, if you've got Nozze di Figaro, Rigoletto and Carmen in one season. I didn't spot Carmen. Didn't spot Carmen. Carmen's there. Shame on she? you. She is Oh, there she is. March. Just past. Yep, March. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And what's interesting is that Nozze, very, I mean, if you like your Christian Lacroix costumes, if you like your period, proper opera, mm -hmm. you know, very traditional, very conventional, classic, but still great, 
then come and see Nozze di Figaro because it is just that. So you've got Mozart, beautiful music, beautiful costumes, lavish production. Rigoletto, still very classical, but with a touch of a little touch of modernization. Uh, he's introduced, uh, the director uh, has introduced the character of the mother, uh, and she's played by a prima ballerina of the Paris Opera. It's a beautiful production, still very classical, beautiful set design, amazing performances. I mean, it's I've seen it in Nancy, where it premiered. Really beautiful. And if you like something a bit more rock and roll, if you like uh, your, your traditional story slightly put into a different context, well, then Carmen is really exciting. Chanyakov, one of the most exciting uh, directors, I think, of our time, he's completely reimagined the story and set it kind of in a, in a therapy clinic. Where uh-huh. Don Jose is is going in for for anger management, he has a therapy. It's probably it's probably needed to be done. Yeah, know? it needed to be yeah, done. Needed to be done. I mean, and it's. I was sitting there thinking, this cannot possibly work. So they're using the story of Carmen as yeah. a role play for yeah. him as a therapy. And you think sooner or later this has got to yeah. break down, but it doesn't. It keeps you glued. Right till the end. Oh, so that's uh, that's for a very different take on it. But as we always say with opera, you know, you know, sometimes uh, people don't like the set or don't like the direction and they just close their eyes and listen to the music. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the beautiful yeah. thing with opera is you've got so much going. You've got this amazing music by Bizet. I mean, you've got uh, Cameron is a big production. Yeah. Um, it's massive. You know, you've got children's chorus. You've got chorus. You've got the op- Orchestra Philharmonique in the in the in the pit. Uh, so that's definitely um, fantastic. And for those of you who like really, really a bit more edgy stuff at the close to season, Dido and Aeneas, which again is Baroque classic, but with Peeping Tom, they're giving it a real contemporary edge with their dancers and with their take on the story. So you've got two actions happening in parallel, a modern situation parallel running to Dido and Aeneas, all about women losing power, looking back, being betrayed and Again, fantastic set design, amazing production, visually stunning, something a bit more challenging, but uh, so you've got really something for everybody. Really and truly. And yeah. oh God, I nearly forgot the, the Brit- we've, got a, we've got an English language piece. Okay. Tremonisha. Oh. Tremonisha. This is the first really recognized American opera um, by um, Scott uh, Joplin. And this is an amazing piece, period. which was okay. never, never performed in his lifetime. And, uh, you know, it's uh, it's the um, it's the Izango company that we've had here with. Do you remember um, Man of Good Hope? Yes. A few years ago, yeah. which rocked the studio. I mean, it was such a huge success. So they're producing it. So South African all black cast. It was also that's how it was written. It's the first time it's actually being shown in France and in Europe. And it's. The touching story about, you know, how important education is, education mm. of children, education of girls. And it's really the story of that fight, but done beautifully, poetically, amazing voices. So this is really an event for people who want to discover a new piece that uh, that definitely hasn't been seen. And that one's that is February. Yeah, it is February. Said, February. Let me just very quickly. Uh, it is definitely yep, February. It's to the 11th. I have, have you here. got it? Yeah. Yeah. So um, and that's in English. So, you know. Fabulous. And I saw that they, them perform here and I, I can agree with you that it's just amazing. amazing I know, dance. really it's uplifting, an, yeah, yeah, yeah. very simple staging, but they've just such, yeah, got energy. such an energy. Yeah, yes. wonderful. Oh, so good. So good to have you back. So good to have... <laughs> I know. The arts back. Let's go on way. the. Uh, you know, you, our brochures are out everywhere. Brochures out, and I have to say, the website's looking good and it's, very um, easy to manage. 
So this is just, I mean, I have to say, we uh, we didn't quite manage. This is not the full website. It's kind of a landing page. And if you scroll down, yeah, you also have the bro- online brochure. It's nice that it's But the full website will be available yeah. very shortly. Yeah. Yeah, but go on leteatro.lu. Yeah. If you scroll down, you have also the brochure online. But obviously, it also lies out now. It's out now in print as well. But I know a lot of you are uh, reserving uh, online. Yeah, but it's nice. I always find the brochure good because it lies around and you kind of flick through it and go, do you know what? I will go. You know, you, can, yeah. you come back to it again and again and again and I think that is a nice thing to have at home so um, people pick those up you can always get them at the Grand Theatre they're at the foyer there um, and other places Thomas Lisa absolute pleasure to have oh, you oh god I mean, it's a whirlwind as always <laughs> as but always. it's uh, a lot of things to look forward to we're excited to have people back and also at bigger capacities and obviously Covid check also means that the bar is open again so you mm-hmm. can have that drink beforehand or afterwards just to a little bit more back to normality back to normality and it's lovely to see um, theatre groups and dance groups and people that you've built relationships with over many years back because yes. there's been this kind of bizarre break um, when it is hard to get the schedule back for, for everybody and to Absolutely. get it all in sync. So it's nice to see that you've got people coming back where you have those relationships and, and they're, they're, they're still there. It's exciting That's the times. most important part. I mean, yeah. we, we're building those relationships, we're supporting artists, we're co-producing, we're, we're producing obviously ourselves more and more. And that is, in, a, in times like this, that is crucial. Well, I think it's been very evident, hasn't it, that, that you have to have that. Yeah. You have to have that if... if uh, well, hopefully this never happens again. But you really, you know, that is the backbone of of your cultural scene. Really, yes. is local local. Listen, one last question. Then, was it scary getting back on stage? It it was a bit. It was a bit because I just <laughs> thought, do you know what, Tom? It better be good because everybody's going to look at you thinking, well, let's have a look how how he does it. Yeah. And um, you know, but also it felt incredibly liberating. Um, I was a bit apprehensive at first, but then I just did what I've always done. But with that kind of you know, just coming back to it kind of like, in a way, there was no pressure. Uh, and I felt like, uh, you know, when you come back to something after a long time, you just sort of get back into it and you, you, you're you not so in your head. You're not that worried. Yeah, and in the end, um, it was just wonderful. And you know what? It showed me that I'm an artist first. Yeah. That's how I'd start it. And uh, being back on stage with my colleague, fellow actors, and also with the technical team in that different role also says something about who I am. Yeah. I am an artistic director, but I am also an actor. Yeah. I'm not someone with a big head. Who's, uh, someone's got to do the job, <laughs> but I'm also an actor. And, and, and it, was, it was really, really lovely to And be are back. you in <clears throat> this, this production? Yes, it's the same production. You're, so you're... Yeah, I'm reprising <laughs> my role. We're all reprising our roles for this uh, revival in wow. May. I'm looking forward to it already. Yeah, but a bit different this year than, you know, when there was less going on. So Absolutely. different for you as well. <laughs> yes, um, yes. That's off to you, sir. Man of I mean, hats. I think we're going to have to because my husband was saying, can't you do English subtitles so I can understand <laughs> what you're saying? So this is something maybe to bear in mind. I'll keep you posted. To work, to work through. Yeah. Well, if we can help, we will. Okay. Thank you so much for today and well, uh, good to have you back and no doubt have you back again sometime yes. soon. Lovely, Lisa. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye.